You're listening to Trent Talk, your Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure, Trent, Trent Reznor. Today we will be discussing Halos 9 and 10, which are Closer to God and Further Down the Spiral. They came out in 94 and 95, respectively. If you're a Nine Inch Nails fanatic, a.k.a. Resnerd, then this podcast should be a fun repository of, ginsi- of, of inside jokes and <laughs> references. Inside jokes. Yeah, no, I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but if you're a Nine Inch newbie, then tune in as Shia and I, Claire Dickerson, listen to the music of Nine Inch Nails Live and maybe learn a little something about ourselves along the way. I don't know why that did that. Why I did that. Well, this week we are joined by a special guest host, sinus infection. Yeah, I think it's just a head cold, but like, my, I'm pretty, I'm pretty face fucked right now. All the way from the ambient atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good times. Good yeah, times we're we're a little these. we're getting a little kooky. It is a little bit past our bedtimes. We're at we selected a different recording time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel good about it. Yeah, it should be fun. Listened to a couple of remix albums, wrote some hot riffs out, mm-hmm. um, and that's what these are. It's it's a collection of remixes of Closer. Um, there's a lot of uh, Eraser a lot of later on, uh, and yeah, a lot of these songs already appeared on last week's episode, so we can kind of jump around a little bit and focus on the newer shiz. Yeah. So right now we're listening to Closer to God. Closer to God. Let's bring it back up. We missed the whole, I want to fuck you, I want to taste you, I want to be you. I like that he's more straightforward with his wannas. Mm, It's not like I want to blank you like a blank, it's just I want to do it. I want to be your dog. I want to be your girl. Are you going to be, no. I started trying to think about if, do you think there was a kids bop version of Closer? <laughs> you know, just a chorus of kids singing. I wanna shake and bake you. <laughs> I like ice cream and cake too. Oh my god, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> right? Um, there was a oh, someone sent us a lullaby version. Oh yeah. Right. Shit. We can do that later on. We will do that later on. I didn't even. We think have like two hours that. of remixes to bulldoze <laughs> through. I mean, a lot of these I really enjoyed. Some of them were very confusing. Yep. Yeah. Um, all of the riffs that I have prepared for tonight are more or less me coming up with an alternative remix name. Into it. Um, I don't have one for this one, though. So. Lies! (laughs) No, I don't. deceived us all. All Alright, should we? Yeah, we've already addressed Closer to God in last week's episode, so we're gonna bounce to... We already did Precursor. Yeah. Well, we'll do it anyway. All right, just here we for go. a moment. Oh, it's a boring remix. Another take on a classic. Yeah. Like yeah, it's interesting, of... but it's just like, ugh. Yeah, a lot of these are like crispier. Like there's, they're a little bit more. Like um, chopped up, like they kind of have a sawtooth edge to them. Yeah. Like he took a lot of the beats from Closer and like just stretched them out until they broke. Yep. Broken. And this is the one I compared to the Zerg starting music. Yep. In Starcraft. Yep. I can picture all my drones mining the uh, dilithium crystals. 
That doesn't mean much to me, but yeah. I believe you. Gotta make um, that spawning pool. Zergresh. I just thought of, um, like when I was listening to this earlier, I just thought of Monty Python and the Holy Grail when they're just like, get on with it! <laughs> like I know that there's a remix in there, but it takes forever. And it's seven minutes... 16 seconds that I just like don't want to spend waiting for something to happen. Yeah, I think inside of Trent is like a frustrated atmospheric artist yeah. who just really wanted to take his time with every single song. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot laser. of there's a lot of fun sounds happening. Yeah. You know. I think actually this song comes up on a um, one of the seeds that he created later on that was the slower like quieter music. And I'll put it on when I'm doing, like, JavaScript. Oh. You know what? I'm going to compare this to another video game soundtrack. Oh, good. Are you aware of Fallout? I am aware that it exists. Okay. Yeah, Fallout 1 and 2. You were, like, running around a wasteland. Uh-huh. Scavenging weapons and fighting mutants. Uh-huh. Uncovering secret plots. Okay. Uh, and this is totally, yeah, this is, like, Fallout wasteland music. Yeah. Fallout 3 and 4 are fine games as well, but for me, the gold standard will always be Fallout 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not too familiar with them. Uh, my best friend's little brother played one of them in front of me. Was it on a console? I want to say it was an Xbox. Okay, it was 3. Or New Vegas. It might have been New Vegas. Okay. Yeah. And that's been our episode of I Love Gaming. <laughs> Good up. Yay! Should we? Um, yeah, I think up? we've already thrown any other yeah. riffs. I'm not ready for this to pick up. It's just going to take forever. Yeah. Well, I think in this song later on, you'll hear like Trent sampled his own voice into like a MIDI keyboard. So he goes like, uh, 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 uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's then, very uh, fun. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, we've already heard this like twice. So um, we'll let you guys suffer through it on your own. Upcoming. Oh, it's picking up though. Hold on, it's oh. picking up a little bit. I do like the funky. Okay. Let's, let's I dropped my phone in the toilet. This is what it recorded. Alright. Closer okay. deviation. Let's crank her up. One of my faves. Uh huh. Do not adjust your MP3 device. <laughs> this is Nine Inch Nails. I feel like this is the, like, like getting onto an elevator and then having some chap in a hat ask you which floor you want in the remix. It just reminds me of something you'll hear in, like, a You elevator. said chap. Yeah. Okay, good. Chap. Good. Um, yeah, it's got a sort of an underground hip-hop feel, yeah? Trip-hop, maybe? Yeah, it's sort of like, it's got like a, there's like a wind instrument, there's like a turntable solo coming up. This is, this definitely, this is the song that I said made me think of Six Underground by Sneaker Pimps. Oh, totally Sneaker Pimps. Yeah. Yeah, this is like you're in the manager's office above the nightclub. Yeah. Totally. It's very funky. It's kind of upbeat, in fact. Uh-huh. It kind of softens the blow of the really intense SNM <laughs> lyrics. Oh, here we go. Hey. Yeah. What? It's like your Kelly Ali's voice. I want to sing it. Yeah. I really want to sing it, but I'm, I'm like head cold. So 
I don't think I should. Well, there's no time like the present. You love making me explain myself yep. on the podcast. But too bad, he's singing now, I can't. <laughs> he's not singing now. Just give yes, me one under give me one underground. Well she doesn't say underground, she says overground. Overground? Yeah. I've been I've been well, humming that in my head wrong. Underground, for years. But she says overground. Six underground. I think that was player doing. Alright. Okay. Now that we've argued sneaker pins. <laughs> Later on there's a sawtooth synth that comes in. You remember that? Ooh, no. So yeah, there's um in a lot of these songs, he'll take sort of a different angle on a classic hit, and then he will shit on it completely. He'll, like, get sick of it, and then in the middle of the song, do something totally different. Huh. I think it's, it might be after this chorus. Every one of these songs, by the way, is, like, six to seven minutes. Yeah. I just love how angry he is. Cool. I'm just waiting for that sawtooth synth so, so that you'll know what I mean. Okay. Like he we'll abandoned he abandons the concept entirely and it's almost like you can see the the smudge marks of an eraser. Eraser. <laughs> Erase me. <laughs> kill me. Kill me. Kill me. Oh, kill me. Kill I feel me. like my face is trying to kill me. Hey, do you know if people have like really bad sinus infections that like jam a hypodermic needle through the bones in your face and suck it out of the sinus cavity. That's disgusting. This isn't a sinus infection. I think it's just a head cold. I mean, are you sure? Because I do have a syringe. I'm... I've seen a couple videos on YouTube. <laughs> I feel pretty confident. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> oh, here it is, I think. Right? No, it's really, really loud. Oh my god. You will know when it happens. But if there's one we're gonna listen to all the way through, I'd like it to be this song. Yeah. I'm gonna remix this with Six Underground. I'm just gonna figure out how to remix a song overnight and remix this with Six Underground. There's a few of these that I wanna like dub over like movie or TV soundtracks. Because they just fit crazily yeah. well. Crazily. Mm. Alright, here we go. Yeah, he's just like, never mind. Fuck that song. Yeah, he like breaks up the he breaks up the rhythm in a really weird way. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Classic closer bridge. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. If there's one thing that I've learned how to do during the course of this podcast, it's that. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I think having a sore throat helps. <laughs> I've been uh, working on my Kermit. Nope, that's yeah. not, that's like a Swedish chef. Damn. <laughs> Hello, Kermit the Frog here. No, no, not quite there. Damn it, I 
swear I was nailing it like <laughs> in the week in the week between <laughs> downward spiral to now. Yeah. I guess for two weeks. We're gonna be stuck in downward spiral land for another little bit, aren't Forever. we? Forever. Well, we are doing um, the perfect drug next, but then I think there's another rendition of Closer. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Heresy blind. Coming at ya. Hennessy? Hennessy. Oh, I wish. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I compared. This is one I love because it sounds. Listen to that. Oh. Turn it up. It's got like a conga polyrhythm buried in there. And it sounds like a specific Michael McDonald song, which I kind of want to play. Fly, sweet freedom, shine a light on me. What is that? Keep the spirit alive on and on. I swear to God. That's the thing. You can okay. play. You can play these side by side. And yeah, it's it's sweet freedom, Michael McDonald. Okay. We can play these songs side by side, and I swear to God, you will hear what I'm talking about. Oh, please about. don't have a YouTube ad. Oh, that's good. Oh, wait. There it is. All right, take that down in the mix. Bring Nine Inch Nails back. Nope. Nope. <laughs> We've just made jazz. It's music salad. It's not. It's not working. It hurts me. <laughs> I just want to do this for like two more seconds. <laughs> oh wait, it's starting to it's starting to sync up. <laughs> I didn't. You still hear it though. You still hear it. Anyway, I'm glad that my I'm glad that my excitement was. Anyway, it almost sounds like an '80s action movie. If there's a little bit in there. It's almost like Danger Zone or something. <laughs> do, do, ba, do, ba, do. Highway to the oh, God is dead. <laughs> Nihilism. <laughs> oh, so I actually have a How Much Angst. How Much Angst. This song has the angst of Michael McDonald being thrown out of the Doobie Brothers. Oh, uh, womp, womp. womp womp. That's why you had a Doobie Brothers. Why don't you let me in the band? <laughs> Oh my god, I had nothing for this. We do. We've been trying to write a few more HMAs for everybody. Yeah, it's, we've it's been fun. lagging it's a, a little formula. bit. Yeah. Lately, we've been a little bit lazy on our homework. We've oh, been listening shit. but we not have, writing. We have so much so, to talk about. Um, I know. I, uh, so, I mean, as we know, the Downward Spiral was recorded in uh, the Polanski Tate house. Yep. Where the Helter, well, not the Helter Shelter murders, but uh, Manson family murders took place. Like, uh -huh. the highest profile ones. And, um,. I, I started reading more and more about it, and it's really fascinating. 
There's yeah. there's so many details, like just about the life of Manson himself, like the way the cult was organized, and then all the weird stuff that just happened around them and that night at the house. It's just huh. unreal. Um, so like, it's it's kind of hard to believe that Trent didn't know that was the house because it was it was like the most publicized event ever. Yeah. Pretty much at the time. Yeah. Um, it was like 1969. It was like this whole symbolic, like you know, one gen- like a decade and a generation, and the idea was sort of coming to an end because mm-hmm. like these were like fla- like if you look at photos of people in the Manson cult, they look like flower children. You know, like, they, they, they have, like, the bangs and, like, the big floofy hair and, and the, the bell bottoms and whatever. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, Charles Manson takes him out into the desert in Death Valley and makes him believe the end of the world is coming. And then, supposedly, it was a random slaying. They just show up at this house. And I think the story is Manson picked that house because there was a producer who lived there that refused to give him a record deal. So he was huh. like, yeah, we'll just show up and kill people because that's my thing. Yeah. Um... I'm sure he was a little more persuasive. Um, but yeah, they show up, and Sharon Tate was actually entertaining a bunch of guests. Um, so she had... It was her, and she was, like, eight and a half months pregnant. She was, like, about to pop. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, um, Abigail Folger of the Folger's Coffee Fortune. Whoa. Um, and then Wojtek Frykowski, an international playboy. Huh. Um, and then Jay Sebring, hairdresser to the stars. So it was like, you know, they're having a little tea party, a little get-together thing, and then the Mansonites show up, and the first thing they do, actually, is, like, there's a car in the driveway, because, like, some 18-year-old kid was coming to sell a clock radio to the housekeeper for, uh-huh. some, for some reason. Weird. Um, and then uh, the, the Mansonite murderers were four people. Uh-huh. Um, this dude named Tex, and then three women whose names I don't remember. Um, and then Tex drew, like, a, a really long pistol and shot this dude in the car four times. Oh. Then they came in the house, uh, stabbed and shot everybody, uh, especially Sharon Tate. Well, I don't know, one dude was stabbed, like, 54 times. Oh my god. Yeah, one dude was stabbed 54 times. Sharon Tate was stabbed, like, 30 times. Um, one dude was shot and stabbed. He had a bad time. Yeah. Um, and then before they left, they dipped a towel in Sharon Tate's blood and wrote pig on the door. So, all of this was to tell you that when Trent Reznor occupied that house and called it the Let Pig Studios, there's no way he there's didn't no know way. that was the house. <laughs> right? There's crazy. no way. Oh, Ugh. here's memorabilia. We've I, already heard this, so you can keep going if you have So I thought it was kind of funny, like, me getting more and more fascinated by... That's the thing about Manson, is, like, he has this, um, this infectious charm. Where it's just you want to know more because it's like he recorded with the Beach Boys and he was like almost a famous musician and like was getting coded messages from the Beatles. He wasn't. Um, right. But yeah, so I thought like if this podcast was just the beginning stage and then, and then I become like a, a fascinated Mansonite, Neo-Mansonite, then I actually meet him and he gives me instructions. Oh no. God. Anyway. Welcome to the Charles Manson podcast. <laughs> or no, it could be the Manson moment. The Manson moment. Another rap of the Manson moment. <laughs> but yeah, Helter Skelter was not written on the wall there. No. They they went and actually met with Charles Manson later on that night. And he's like, go kill these people over here. They go to another house, kill a bunch of people. Um, and then they write Helter Skelter on the refrigerator, uh-huh. misspelling it. Uh-huh. H-E-A-L-T-E-R. Skelter. Helter. Helter. Skelter is spelled in the traditional spelling. Yeah. Uh, but Heelter Skelter. But then after they inscribed a weird Beatles lyric in blood on the refrigerator, they're like, oh, I'm hungry. 
pop open the fridge, make themselves sandwiches, and drink a glass of milk. So, no. like, it's the weirdest thing, because it's like, are these, like, children? Like, they, <laughs> they're hung- they kill a bunch of people, and it's like, yeah, I'm hungry. They don't even leave, they don't even leave the scene? <laughs> they're just like, oh, this is fine. They're probably on so many drugs, they're just like, oh my god, That's guys. what I'm saying. I'm so hungry, though. Whoa. Are you, oh my god, are you hungry right now? We should just, like, make this sandwich. Goo-goo-ga-joob, man. <laughs> That's how they all sounded. Though. Yeah. They were like, I am the egg man. Oh my god, egg. Egg salad. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. What kind of sandwiches do you think? Probably like bologna and cheese. Yeah, yeah probably Some just basic. like cold cuts. Some yeah. basic dumbass sandwich. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Right, so I think they were on speed. Definitely speed. Because they stabbed the guy 54 times. That's like, insane. My, my arms are tired just picturing that. Like, how many... Stab a guy 54 times. Even if there's four of you, that's, right. a, that's, that's like a lot. lot. Of, and it's like human flesh puts up some resistance when you stab it. Sorry, I was stabbing Claire for a minute. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, like, how... You, and then after they stabbed a guy 54 times, they stabbed everyone else like 36 times. Uh-huh. Unreal. Um, that is unreal. But then they sit down and have sandwiches. I think So I think it was like probably the Frisco Speedball. It was probably like a bunch of amphetamine and LSD is what was going yeah. on. So they were they were seeing all kinds of ghouls and ghosts, and then also very high energy. It's crazy. So if they stabbed one guy fifty four times, and they stabbed everybody else thirty six times, that's a lot of stabs. Both of those numbers are divisible by nine. Maybe inch <laughs> nails. What? <laughs> we just had a kid detectives moment. <laughs> Poor Washington Lane. <laughs> Uh, there, do, do, you want, crazy. do you want to know something fucked up? Though? <laughs> I need to crunch the number. It's one thirty in the morning, and I am I'm just like freaked out. Okay, go on. Do you want to know something really weird? <laughs> so um, Sharon Tate was eight and a half months prego at the time of her murder. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't crunched the numbers on this, but but Trent Reznor during the recording of Downward Spiral. I think was the same age that their son would have been had he lived. Trent was born in 1965. Oh, he was? Fuck. Fuck. No, never mind. Almost. Close. Never mind, guys. Not really close. Close. Yeah. (laughs) A convenient cover story. (laughs) Backed up by birth certificates. (laughs) But my findings were crazy as fuck. So then, yeah, it's like, what I start wondering is, like, is this morally okay that Trent is kind of profiting off of the publicity and, and... and intrigue of Manson murders. It's it's thirty years after the fact. It's, yeah. 40, it's forty years now. It was thirty years then. I don't know. I don't think it's a problem. Really. I don't think it's a problem. And it's like it's like the fifty whole thing, years now. Yeah, and the whole thing is like he's kind of it's almost if you think about the Manson killings and then listen to like Hey Pig, he's almost like satirizing the whole thing. Uh huh. Because it's like the pig is like emblematic of the system, right? So like when they killed all these wealthy people and then wrote Pig on the wall, uh-huh. they were talking about the establishment. And Manson's idea was they were going to do all these murders and it was going to ignite a race war for some reason that would topple society and basically rewrite the rules. Uh-huh. And the establishment would be no more. So then Trent, <laughs> Trent has all these songs about pigs talking about the establishment. But then, I don't know, it takes in a different direction or... Yeah. I don't know, it just it seems like a different attitude. And then it, like, it sort of takes the power away from that interpretation and the, the blood and guts. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah complicated it's complicated i remember um did you ever peruse rotten.com oh, as yeah. a teen yeah. oh i, I think we, talk, we might so have mentioned rotten time. before please for the love of god 
listeners of this fair podcast, if you've never been to Rotten.com, do not go to Rotten.com. Just don't do it. Now for a segment just, called We're Bad People. Just don't do it, because it's real photos of real dead people, and it's horrifying, but I saw pictures yeah. that were taken of, at like, the at the, yeah, yeah, like Sharon Tate dead, covered in blood. Supposedly those were, like, never supposed to have gotten out. Yeah. There's, and there's even just, like, pictures of blood stains. You can easily find... Yeah, like, there's photos of, like, the hel- the helter-skelter on the wall, the pig on the door. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's... Just looking at it is not creepy, but when you know the story behind it, it becomes yeah. horrifying because yeah. you're put in that place, and it's, like, someone just just picked up some blood, and it's, like, hey, I know. Hey, like, I have oh, an idea. Shit, man. Yeah. Well. Um, and it's, it's funny, too, because, like... These Manson killers met up with Charles later, and he gave them more instructions. He probably dosed them with more drugs. Probably. And then said, here's an address. And he said, by the way, if you're going to kill more people, make it witchy. Mm-hmm. And just the use of witch as an adjective, I think, is very distinctly Mansonian. But then also, like, you get what that is. Like, yeah. pretty much because yeah, of Manson. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. A lot of well, occult symbolism and, and yeah, weirdness. Yeah. I'm sure that he had a lot to do with it. I guess, like, I I never really paid too much attention to Charles Manson's story. So, which he wouldn't have made me think of him, but I guess he does use a lot of symbols and shit. The trend? Charles Manson. Charles Manson. We were just talking about yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he's, he's all about secret societies, race wars. Yeah. And the Beatles were, like, telling him, were, brain, were sending yeah. him messages in the White Album. Yeah. Um, Rocky Raccoon, Number Nine. So apparently, Number Nine, he thought meant like an allusion to the Book of Revelations, Chapter Nine. Huh. It's, it was a whole thing. Huh. But then also, you'd be like living on like brown rice and high on LSD constantly, living in a tent in the middle of the desert. And you know, eventually, these things start making sense if he's the only guy with food. It'd be funny if like. He specifically told them that they had to like stab everybody in the numbers like divisible by a nine. And then like strange. somebody walked out and then like they're like mid stabbing and then they're like forty seven. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh man, we gotta actually stab him fifty four times now. I want too many. <laughs> you ever do that where you like yeah, hold your tr- hands yeah, up and yeah. <laughs> nine, the nine. 18, 27, 36, But I've done it so many 45. times. That I just know it. <laughs> I mean, it's easy. It's easy. I'm just doing it to do it, okay? I'm just doing it to do it. All right, let's um, talk more Where about... Where are we? Closer, closer internal. internal. Did you have anything about memorabilia? Because I did not. I have a blank line. Yeah, same. Um, oh, I called this the Peeking on Edibles at Disneyland remix. Ugh. Yikes. Yeah. This is what it was like. Like the beginning... I don't need to go back there, but kind of like this stuff. Where it's, everything's just like... It, uh, I used to have night terrors as a wee tot. This kind of reminds me of what things would look and sound like as in the middle of a night terror. Like I'd be awake, but not really awake, and things would just be like so confusing, and everything would be very loud and threatening. I have night terrors as an adult. What? Yeah. I, I've never heard you talk in your sleep. Which is crazy. Not that we sleep together, Resnick. <laughs> I actually had um, a sleep, like a night terror sleep paralysis episode shortly after I moved here. Really? And I'm surprised that it didn't wake you up. Fucking A. Because I was like screaming in my sleep and like clawing and then I woke up and I was just like, 
<laughs> Wait, you were screaming and clawing in a dream? In my, yeah. Okay. Or I was trying to, but like, you know how, yeah. so a lot of times you wake up yeah. and you're still asleep and then you're like screaming and clawing and like tr trying to grab, but then you realize that you're, not you're actually not awake. Hmm. No, there's never been a point in my dream where I thought I was a cat. Wouldn't that be great? That would not be a night terror. That would be a night on terror. Yeah, I mean, people say that, like, flying is the most liberated you can be in your lucid dreams, but... I can't fly. If you could, like, I have really to, like, feel hop. like a cat... I can bounce. Yeah, yeah. I can bounce. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, gravity exists. Yeah. Sometimes I can fly if I, like, flap my arms and really try to convince myself, but physics are always in control in my dreams to yeah. some degree. Same. All right. Should we um, I don't have any notes else? on closer internal, except that at a few points it sounds like there's buzzing flies, yeah, in the which I, I think is a nice touch. Yeah. Uh, but the rest is just confusing mishmash. Yep. March of the fuckheads. Fuck! Oh my god, you spit all over This is the Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation remix. Yeah. Or it's like. When Janet and Michael Jackson would scream. Mmm. Very stompy. Yeah. I could, uh, dance to this. No. Do you march to this or do you dance to this? Right? There's like a gothy stomp dance that you could do to this. Mm. I've never, I can't, I can't stomp that much. Yeah, you gotta like dance. bring your knees up. Yeah. That's not an area of great strength uh, for you. No, and it's just like, I'm a graceful butterfly. I'm not gonna stomp around like a weirdo. Oh, you mean like slam dancing? That's mm -hmm. my that's my favorite form of non dancing. Yeah. Just, you just windmill. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you would do to this. That's um, it. Oh, I, I have, have no notes on this. Do you have an HMA? Nope. Let's uh, mosey. Mosey on over to closer, further away. Come on. To which I said, "Oh, for fuck's sake." That's what, dude. Yeah, closer, <laughs> further away. My first note is, "Come on." <laughs> Oh, quick note. Don't look at photos of serial killers while listening to this. Turn it up. Like I was scrolling through a Manson page. Uh-huh. And there's like a close-up of one of the killers. Like now, not then. So like very old and been in prison for like 30 years. Ugh. Yeah. So like they were crazy before. Then they were behind bars in like max security. Uh. Yeah. This is one of the more boring remixes. But there's this moment coming up. There. So, yeah, looking at pictures of serial killers and then... Like, I shit my pants. Oh um, no, that's why you went to change your pants. No, I... Well, one other reason. Oh, you want to talk about pants shitting, Miss Disneyland? Hey! <laughs> Everything was fine. Everything was fine. It's just an inside joke we have. I was scared enough to shit my pants. Yeah, we were in line at Alice in Wonderland and things didn't make sense anymore. <laughs> um, which is good because like it was either we went to Alice in Wonderland or the submarines. Oh, the I'm submarine so would have been the end of both of us. Yeah. I probably would have thrown up on a ride. Yeah. Also, we would have been like stuck in the ride for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We in close proximity with everybody else. Yeah. Bad. I think they're actually like seaworthy submarines, which is the crazy thing. 
We should go back. Yeah, we have to. We have to. <laughs> and like, then the Nemo critters are swimming around, and it's very fun and cute. We should do drugs during the day at Disneyland, not yeah. at night. <laughs> yeah, at night you remember you're in Anaheim. Yeah. No, that wasn't even it. It was just like at night I remembered that I didn't know where I was or what I was doing or who I was. Yeah, during, during the day, the day it's like it's a bunch of families and weekends, yeah. and everyone's very optimistic and happy. At and night, then at night, it's like, it's like drunk and teenagers, and yeah. The music is creepy all of a sudden. Yeah, everything is like too fake and too real at the same time. Oh, this has a weird little '90s yeah. breakdown. Uh, he kind of has. The Weird Al tinge there. But he hits the Weird Al note. I broke apart my insides! Or not even that. Insides! Yeah, like that. Insides! It's kind of Weird Al-ish. Yeah. Ooh, it's doing more weird things. Hold on. Ooh, underwater. Yes. I like the chorus. I was so far spaced out by this point that I didn't, I didn't even know that this part of the song happened. Yeah. That'll happen. It'll happen. Is this it for this song? Yeah, I got nothing else to say. Alright, and then... I think the next album is when we got into our prime. Oh yeah, we just have plain old closer. Cool. Good old fashioned animal fucking. Should we talk about anything else before we move on to the next album? Um, I hit a lot of the stuff I wanted to discuss. There's the lullaby, but we can do that at the end we'll when, do that at when the we're going to bed. Yeah. How about should we take a quick break for a commercial? That sounds perfect. Oh yeah. Stay tuned, Resners. Alright, pigs. Just kidding. We will be RB. Hey, Resnerds. Want to listen to something a little less angsty? Check out this podcast from the Benview Network. Feeling peckish this midnight? Sate your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly is Midnight Marinera seeing shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> with more Trent Talk. Yeah, it's time to move on from Halo 9 to Halo 10. Oh we're about God. to listen to Further Down the, the Spiral. We already heard this song. I like it so much, Yeah, it's, it's really good. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's also very trip-hoppy. I might have said that last yeah, time. Yeah, it's I like when it kind of comes in here. Okay. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah, but it's I have nothing. Four minutes. We could do the whole thing. Um, yeah, I love the washed-out guitar. It has kind of an alt-rock, trip-hoppy vibe. Yeah. 
Uh, also, later on, it turns in almost like a samba parade. Oh yeah. yeah. And there's like there's like someone banging on a bottle. Ding 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 ding. Forgot about that. Yeah, it's these like Resnards. This one get this one and oh, what was the other sneaker pinsy one? Oh, oh, oh. Closer... It was deviation. Um, deviation, yeah. Listen to both of those. Yeah, those are the, great. The... Uh, the... The... Boss. The boss. Oh, here we go. I think our little samba... Well, not quite, but... Little chest pumping. Oh. Yeah. Too bad you guys can't see Shia's great dancing. Oh, I'm in my muscle shirt today, too. Oh. Yeah. I got a set of weights. My muscle shirt. And then I pick them up and put them down for a while. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so I'm fucking jacked. Like, fucking jacked. Slow, bro. Like with teeth print. Yo. A with a teeth up. Oh, wait. Is it with teeth print? Yeah. Yeah. Year zero, was he still buff? When was he buffest? I think he was probably buffest around Owitha oh, Tifa. Yeah. Whiffle Can't wait for that one, Resnudes. Uh, well, there's some good ones on that. Well, yeah. But I can't wait for it because it's so ripe. <laughs> for analysis and mockery. It's so And some ripe. celebration. Yes. I'm sorry. That here was it is. a sniffle. Oh, here we go. Nothing can stop me now. Nothing can stop me now. Last week, Nothing can stop me now. <laughs> It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Almost. Oh my god. This okay. is not a time podcasts are recorded. We're like pioneers. We are. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah. The Art of Self Destruction, Part 1. Come on. Oh, There's a couple high. others of these that are just the song title is too much. I wrote nothing. It's kind of got like a jam band thing happening. It's got shades of fragile and year zero. Yeah. I actually described it as beautiful, but maybe that's after it kicks in. Give me a second. Yeah. You know, I'd nice. say I'd say at the top of further down the spiral we got back to back hits. Back to back hits. Bang to bang. Let's check out self destruction part two. Oh you're done. Alright. Let's cruise. Oof. I have nothing for I have this. nothing. I actually don't have I didn't write anything for songs two through four apparently. I like the little uh guitar winnie. There, yeah. that, that fucker. Yeah. It's got like a slide bottleneck guitar. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there's no drums in this part. Respect the art. This is more jam bandy, I think. 
sounds like butthole surfers. Yeah. We're just shouting over the music. Butthole surfers! Um, yeah, seeing as this is kind of a dry spell and we're listening to Mr. Self-Destruct a lot, I think I'd like to break out an impression that I've yes. had, I've had in, in the shed for a while and haven't brought it out. Um, so here it is. I am the voice inside your head. Oh shit, I can't remember any other lyrics. Feed me some lyrics. I know. I know. Uh, let me just look them up. Filled with fear. I take you where you want to go. <laughs> I am the truth from which you run. Here we go. Mr. Self-Destruct. And I control you. You think you're in control. <laughs> I am the sex that you provide. And I control you. Mr. Self-Destruct. I speak religion's message clear. <laughs> and I control you. I am denial. Guilt and power. Control you. I, I am the prayers of the naive. I control you. I am the lie. Lies. Lies. <laughs> that you believe. <laughs> I control you. All right. There we go. Yay, Bane. <laughs> Mr. Bane Destruct. Mr. Bane Destruct. That Bane voice is my favorite thing ever. Mm. Mm. It's like your Beavis to, I... to me. I wish I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to jerk off. <laughs> I'm you said to... jerk. <laughs> I'm trying to score. <laughs> score. <laughs> I'm getting good at that. <laughs> I don't do this off the task cam, by the way. Yeah, that's... I really only do that during the podcast. You heard the only time. <laughs> this only is the time. only time I really feel like this. <laughs> Ooh. Listen to that. Alright, let's go to the downward spiral, the bottom. We also covered this last uh-huh. week. I know. And this is the one that sounds like the NCIS lab sequence for their analyzing DNA. It'll, it'll get there once it hits. In like five minutes. God damn it. Yeah. Some of these just take forever. For the fuck ever. This is a nice, like, strings. Maybe. I don't really know what's going on, actually. I don't know what's going on. The Cure. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, I mean, I've only listened to one Cure album. Oh, is the that self, a song? Yeah, the self-titled. Huh. Yeah. And I thought it was, like, all their hits, but really it's it's not. I don't know any songs off yeah. of that album. Yeah. Um, what's on there? I don't know. We could put on some Cure. Yeah, this isn't a fucking cure. <laughs> show me, show me, show me how to you do, do that it. trick. The world that makes, makes me change is sad. sad. The world that makes me love, she said. Yeah, oh, it, was right their, here. it was their 2004 album. Yeah, Lost. I can't find... We're just listening to The Cure now. Yep. Can't find oh, no. myself. I can't find myself. Aww. I yeah, this is like what I always thought the cure was. I mean, this is what the cure is. Labyrinth is good. Us or Them is good. I don't know any of these fucking songs. Ooh, here we go. Yeah. It's kind of like it's easy. Yeah. 
2004, no way. Yeah. Stay with him. Yeah, so young. Uh, What's like the, so their biggest song is probably uh, fucking Friday on the Wall. It's not turning Japanese. That's not the cure. I trolled you. Just now. <laughs> Ooh, but lullaby. Oh, I talked about this. I talked about this album in a piggyback playlist. Hmm. Hmm. Listen to the piggyback play. Bane it. Are you baning? I know, I was just thinking. Resnads, oh. listen to the piggyback playlist for the destruction. My bane just went through puberty. Yeah, you were <laughs> full on like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. My voice is fucked right now. Yeah. So yeah, this is what I always thought the cure was. The cure is like. Oh, here's a little. Here's a little. Yes! Hear more 90s hits on Piggyback Playlist every week following a subsequent major release by Nine Inch Nails. Tune in or die. Let's go back to Nine Inch Nails. You only adopted the pig. I was born in it. Alright, Hurt Quiet. Which is the same as Hurt Here's my Here's my, um, my riff on Hurt Quiet. <laughs> That's it. That's I was gonna try an impression. <gasps> I'm so happy. <laughs> Let me take a sip of beer. Okay. Let me unsnap my face. Okay. <laughs> I may need a little help getting back. It's okay. Another range though. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, uh, my name, am I doing it? I can't. Uh, my name is, uh, Rocky, Rocky, and I, I hurt myself today. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I, I had it. No. But I can't remember his <laughs> spiel. Oh, fighter. You're a fighter, but are you, are you fighting them, or are, are you really fighting yourself? Perfect. Uh, I focus on the pain to see if, see if I'm still, still feel. <laughs> The only thing that's real. Fucked it up. I fucked it up. Rocky doesn't know the lyrics. Okay, that's, he's that's a meathead. That's what I thought you were doing. It's like, oh, he doesn't know the song. <laughs> I just thought it would be really funny if Rocky. What does what does Rocky become? Uh, what if I what what if I become my sweetest friend? My sweetest friend. Everyone I know goes away in the it's end. Just punched to death by Ivan yeah. Drago. <laughs> I don't know. I can't get as low. <laughs> you just gotta be confused, but also like. I don't know. I have something important to tell you, man. Exactly. I don't yeah, know what it's it is. It's critical that you communicate. I hurt myself today. But you can't. Uh, I got punched in the jaw too many times, and I just really need a hoagie. Exactly. Yeah, you got it. Cool. Claire's third impression <laughs> in the can. Rocky Balboa. Yep. We had you do Shelly. Shut up, Kurt. Alanis Morissette. Shut up, Kurt. There we go. Shut up, Kurt. Alanis Morissette. It was bad. I think I did another one, didn't I? I may have. I may have pimped you into one. <laughs> I'm not an impressionist, are you? <laughs> Neither of us are. Oh my god. Well, you kind of. I am a bainist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hurt myself today. Oh, I hurt myself today. <laughs> we need to get the gasoline. All right. 
Eraser, Denial, Realization. Part two, the movie, the video game, the breakfast cereal. Oh. I, na- I-, I named this the Please Stop This Remix Remix. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that was the sound of poor preparation. That was, see, even, even the Bluetooth speaker did not want to listen to that All right, song. we're going to bring it home with just the laptop no, audio. Well, no, because no? it's not, we didn't prepare for the levels. So let's All just right. get a cord. We'll be right back. All right. This is at the heart of it all. Funny story. Our Bluetooth speaker didn't even want to listen to Eraser, Denial, Realization, Part 2, the movie, the video game, the breakfast cereal. Fuck it, that song sucks. Alright. So. The heart of it all. I call this the Boiler Room and a Cruise Ship remix. Nice. The fart of it all. (laughs) They're not all gems. Right. Oh, I love this part. Definitely like a horn on a ship. So I have a how much angst for this. Wonderful. How much angst? How much angst? Uh, oh fuck, we hit an iceberg! (laughs) Alright, so yeah, you listen to, there's like fog horns. Yeah. And like trash can lids. Trash can lids? Well, I mean... What I really like about it, like if you think about it, it could be used in Game of Thrones. (laughs) <laughs> like north of the wall, you know, like they have all the all the wildlings and the white walkers, and then the little horn segments. Mm-hmm. But I have one. Um, how much angst? How much angst? This song has the angst of a Viking who was thrown out of his clan for wearing too much face paint when not in battle. Whoa, that's a bummer, dude. Olaf just wanted to express himself. It's funny that you said that because when. We were up and walking around getting a cord for the Bluetooth speaker a moment ago. I was singing Hurt in my head, and my head said, in my head it said, what have I become, my Swedish friend? And then I was like, what? My <laughs> Swedish friend. <laughs> this is like brain. Not the mood for this. I know. All right. I don't have anything else for this. Yep. White Walkers. I liked it. Yeah. It's instrumental, kind of sweeping and operatic almost. Glad you agree. Yeah. Excuse me. All right, let's. Oh God. Oh God. This is the worst one coming up. Eraser polite. Oh yeah, you hated this one. Oh, it's really bad. much angst. How much angst? Oh wait, I thought you had one. No. Alright, ask ask me again. How much angst? This song has the angst of Willy Wonka going through a goth phase. Find you, fuck you. No one understands my art. (laughs) You can just picture like black and white candy canes and Oompa Loompas and leather pants. (laughs) No, I had a remix version for this. Alright, go ahead. This is the Ocarina of Time remix. Oh, fuck it is! (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, what's the song of time? That was Zelda's lullaby. What song of time? I don't memorize that kind of thing. Song that sounded like Song of Storms. That sounded like Willy Wonka. Epona's song. Okay. Um, now we're listening to Self-Destruction Final. <laughs> Bolero of Fire. I'm sorry I brought it up. Yeah, Alright. Another episode of I Love Gaming. Good app. Self-Destruction Final. I... I wrote that this was like a weird Massive Attack remix. Remix. Yeah. It's a deep mix. There's a lot of a lot of layers to it. It's deep, man. You don't even know oh, wait, what deep what, is. What's the song called? Self Destruction Final. Oh fuck! I didn't study. <laughs> For the final. Oh. Oh fuck. Um, you can you can actually hear the guitarist hand getting tired in this song. Like, it starts off at 1 BPM. And then... It happens really quickly, too. Alright, so when I say quickly. <laughs> there it is. Once again, we got Trent just stretching the song until it breaks. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that sawtooth again. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am Sinistar. I love gaming. <laughs> I hunger. Sinistar? Nope. <laughs> you have to fight a sentient space station as it slowly builds itself and then it comes to you. What? And it goes, <laughs> it's, what? It's an arcade classic. Resnerds, if you know what I'm talking about, Sinistar. And it's one of the first video games to have, like, a voiceover. So, like, the villain actually has lines. He says, I am Sinistar. I hunger. He goes, bah! Um, he says a few things. Huh. Oh, um, you're, like, he, he taunts you. He says, like, you're nothing. I don't know. Huh. Sinistar. Interesting. Sinister Reznar. Sinister Reznar. Right back. Wow. It's always topical here. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hurt himself today. <coughs> the best room. Oh, I just like I just had to cough, and then all of a sudden I felt like I was gonna sneeze. Like, oh, my face is going through so much right now. And then you farted like three or four times. Mm-hmm. I did do that. All right. This is still self-destruction. Fine. No, nope. We're moving this on. is now the beauty of being numb. Which I wrote nothing for. I have one note, but it's probably deep in the song. Like, there's, it, start, it has like a horn synth that sounds a lot like the theme song for NYPD Blue. So I wanted to overdub it with like, you know, the, they're walking in and out of the police station, Dennis Franz and everybody. It, it's in there. 
Skip to like, oh wait, the halfway point or something? I don't know. Alright. You never know what you're gonna get with these remixes. Alright, this is what I meant. This sounds like NYPD. Wow. That's straight up Apex Twin. But there's like a synth horn part I wanna get to. sound. Uh, yeah. Sipping on a latte. Uh. I think Claire was about to freestyle. <laughs> Give it to that me. That was it. You're about to drop. Nope, that was it. I dropped. I dropped it as though it were hot, and that was it. There it is. NYPD Blue right there. That's totally like the closing of the episode, and everyone gets getting along, and it's like, oh, how great! They're like a family, even though they're such dysfunctional yeah. people. Like awkward backpack, back, backpack hugs. Yeah, exactly. Hugging like, and learning. Yeah. The and they're what they're walking, passed. they're clocking out at the end of the day. Yeah, walking off into the sunset. And the gay receptionist says bye. The gay receptionist. Well, yeah, he's, he was actually one of the first gay people I remember in 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 like media. I didn't watch. NYPD Blue. No, I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Jimmy Smith was in Star Wars Episode Three as Admiral Organa. Huh. He was also a very prominent character in NYPD Blue before succumbing to a fight with cancer, I think, because oh. he wanted he wanted out of the series, so they had a really dramatic thing where he died. Did he, did he get shot? No. A bunch of people got shot in NYPD Blue. Cray. Cray. And I didn't watch. Dennis Ferrans got shot in the butt. In the butt. And then he had to sit on, like, an inflatable donut for a few weeks. That's funny. <laughs> Alright, so we got one song left. Bring it on home. Erased. Over. Out. I propose that we listen to this entire piece of shit. <laughs> you hate this song? I don't like it. I think it sounds like a slow motion David Lynch murder scene. Yep. It does. Who's being murdered? I don't know. Oh, take us there. Oh, there's just like fire. I, I guess I imagine Lost Highway a little oh bit. Oh my god, no. You're right. Twin Peaks, like Bob, and he's like hitting more. Oh, he's hitting lower with yeah. the hammer. Yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> we all know Bob is the killer. No, I know a lot of people who don't know well, who's the killer. No, Bob is... Never mind, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> how much angst? How much angst? This song has the angst of Ozzy Osbourne caught in a time vortex. <laughs> I crave, crave. <laughs> I guess I have like kind of a how much angst. Alright, go ahead. How much angst? <laughs> Still not understanding. Lost Highway, Inland Empire, or Mulholland Drive. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Have you seen those? Any of them? I've seen Mulholland Drive. Okay. The scene with the blue box. 
That's the end. That's the very end of that's Mulholland what, Drive. That's the part I've seen. Okay. So you have not seen Mulholland Drive. Uh, yeah. Pretty much no. <laughs> I think basically the gist of Mulholland Drive is a woman gets amnesia, mm-hmm. meets an American who wants to be an actress, mm-hmm. and then they try to figure out her true, the woman with amnesia's true identity. And they have that great lesbian sex scene, yes. Oh, it's so good. Um, but then, like, after the blue box scene, everybody's actual identity is flipped, and then there's, like... I can't remember if it was that, like, the blonde made it all up, or... So, I don't know. Hmm. Well, and then, I now like, understand it as much as you don't. Yeah. And, like... Inland Empire, I think that movie was cool because it was chick from, is it Laura Dern? Laura Dern. Laura Dern wants to be an actress, similar to Mulholland Drive. Yes. But then she, like, is in a movie that's not quite finished yet with, I think, I think she's with Justin Thoreau and she, like, has an affair with him and her husband knows that they're going to have an affair and then it turns out that the movie they're making, like, the characters in the movie end up being murdered, but they don't know that because the movie's not finished yet. Oh! oh, and the movie takes forever, and I just, oh, I can't. Hey, should we do another podcast about David Lynch? We should. We could call it Lost Hi- Lost Lynchway. Lynch, Lost Lynchway. Lynch, Lynch Highway. Uh, we just call it Lost. <laughs> or, what the fuck, Dave? <laughs> what? Is, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? And then, like, there's, so there's the whole wanting to be an actress theme between those two, but then in Lost Highway... Mm-hmm. There's a whole thing because the movie follows the storyline of two guys, two completely different guys, but the connection is that the woman that they're both involved with is played by the same actress, Patricia Arquette. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. None of those movies make sense. They're so good, and I love them, but they don't make sense. Oh, I have if one. If you guys can make any sense of these movies, write in and tell me, please. Explain things to Claire. Explain things to me. I'm a dunce. I don't know what I'm doing. I have one more note on this song. Hmm. It samples grumbling Ewoks. <laughs> yup, yup. <laughs> and then Leia gives them a cookie and they're like... <laughs> I mean, this is trivia that everyone knows, but the original Battle of Endor was supposed to be on Kashyyyk. Yeah. yeah. And it's Kashyyyk. Is it Kashyyyk? I guess it could be either way. Yeah. I mean, it's a... Fi- is it a real planet? No, but it has a real pronunciation, and if it's Kashi- if it's Kashik, I have to stop saying Kashik when I deliver my Star Wars joke. All right, let's look it up. Should I tell tra- Should I tell the Trent talk? Let's go to uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> I can tell the Trent talk audience my Star Wars joke. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kashik is spelled with three, three Y's. Y's. Yeah, duh. Occasionally spelled Kashik. Was a Rosher tree planet. Yeah, but how is it pronounced? It doesn't say how it's pronounced. I've been told by Mega Nerds that it's Kashyyyk. Like Manga Nerds? Manga Nerds. Kashyyyk. Pronunciation. There's probably a YouTube video. I hope so. No. Oh, wait, does Yoda ever say Kashyyyk? Coruscant? Wookie. Wait, why is there how to pronounce Wookie? Come on. Dipshits. Landing on Kashik. Uh, hello, hello everyone. Tommy Girl here with another episode of Star Wars Next to the Old Republic. 
In the last episode, we stopped at Yavin for a little bit, and uh, now we are ready to go to our first uh, main story quest planet. Uh, now, I have decided where we're going to go next, and I've decided to go to Kashik. Oh. So, oh, it is um, Kashik. Let's get going. Well, let's see if a character in the game says it. Oh my god. Yep, in-game cinematic. Alright. Character looks around at things. If someone says, like, welcome to Kashyyyk. Oh man, this looks like a good game. <laughs> what is it? KOTOR. Oh, there's not spoken uh, dialogue. This is giving us a vision, like the one we shared on Dantooine. Did you see it? Of course. You must have. The force is strong with now us. Say it. Kashyyyk is a lush, but hey, She said Kashyyyk. We all heard it. <laughs> I thought it was Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk is strong with us both. Kashyyyk is a lush, but simple and... All right. We all heard it. We all heard it. All right. All right. We got Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Sassy. All right. So, where were we? That's it. That's the end of the album. <laughs> I was going to so, tell my Star Wars joke. Here it comes. Or I can just, like, dub it in from one of my... <laughs> Many sets that I have on the internet. Let's hear how you would like to do it. Um, all I hear is Oliver trifling in the litter box in the background. So, new Star Wars movie, blah. Okay, first of all, I was telling these jokes back in December. Mm -hmm. But, oh, there's a new Star Wars movie. How exciting. Oh, my God. Wait, I'll be, I'll be a heckler. Uh, Tell us about the Star Wars movie! Oh, my God, I have jokes on Star Wars. You want to hear about Star Wars? Yes! Yes! So... Love the new Star Wars film, but I have one little nitpick about the movie. What is your nitpick? Show me boobs. I was going like you said nitpick. <laughs> um, so, like, I realize that Wookiees usually live to, like, about 400 and something, and Chewbacca's only, like, 200 and something, but, like, he has no gray hair. Really? That seems weird. Like, everybody else next to Chewbacca look like, looks like they're fucking ancient. Our bro Han looks like he's just going to fall over at any moment. But I figured it out. I think that while we weren't keeping tabs on them, in the galaxy, they were actually smuggling just for Wookiee fur coloring products into Kashyyyk. <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh my god! And then I have one about BB-8, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Dude, the BB-8 riff is pretty good. Yeah. It's just, any nerd joke, it takes so much explanation to get it into. It does, it does. Like, I had that riff about who would win in a chess match. Yeah. And it was pretty much just me explaining how Spock and Data are separated by a hundred years. Yeah. But yeah. people found some humor in that. Yeah. Well, I think it's easy, too, because, like, I feel like a lot of people have seen A New Hope, so when I'm just, when I'm, when I'm comparing, so the joke is basically, how is BB-8 rolling around in sand without getting any caught, like, stuck up in him? I say, like, up in here, and I, like, motion towards my butt, basically. Your butt is like BB-8. My butt is round like BB-8. Pale. Bebe Ocho. <laughs> Covered so in designs. And, um, <laughs> there's only one design on my butt. A pancake. And, um, and, what's the joke? BB-8's in the desert. BB-8's in the desert, rolling around in the sand. And then I'm like, you're really trying to tell me that, no, what is it? Like, oh, so we all know that, like, all it took was two photon torpedoes in a duct to, like, destroy an entire fucking Death Star. But BBA's just rolling around the sand like nobody's business. Like, I dropped my cell phone one time at the beach, and now it's a four hundred dollar paperweight. <laughs> but our friend BB-8 <laughs> just 
no problem. Well, I mean, with the Death Star, yeah, it's like they fucking shove a potato in the tailpipe, and then yeah. the whole thing just goes up! It's done. Also, what's weird about it is, like, it's hollow in the middle or something? Yeah. Because, like, it blows up, and then there's, like, no rubble. Right? Oh, it seems, yeah. Because, I mean, like, in episode eight, the new one, um, eight? it's on a planet that's near a battle, and then, like, a Star Destroyer crashed. Would it be seven? Know yes! Seven. Okay, seven. Go ahead. Um, I know I'm at the other one that only I have seen. No. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, when I took a nap earlier, I had a really weird Star Wars dream. Anyway. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> um, this isn't Shia's Star Wars dream, pod.com. It could be. <laughs> Don't hold me back. Oh my god, what's your Star Wars dream? I'm sure the fans are just like, no, no I um, want to hear it. So the Star Destroyer crashes on Desert Planet 2, um, and people are like scavenging stuff from it for years because there's like valuable components and whatnot uh-huh. and probably like a lot of corpses that's the thing like the death star blows up and it doesn't take like 10 million people with it like what that's that's a horrible tragedy you know yeah. and then we act like the rebels are the good guys right i mean i guess it's a military target but there had to have been like families and stuff there. oh fuck yeah there had to have been and then they blow up fucking five planets and then everyone just kind of gets over it immediately and then they kill Han, and everyone kind of gets over it immediately. Spoiler That's alert. the thing. Like, the whole thing is just, like, let's get the story rolling. Like, yeah. nothing has any consequences. Uh-huh. It's just like, here we go. Here, it's, let's get everything going. Yeah. And then I guess things are going to... They've probably written the whole series. Yeah. They're just like, explosion, explosion, money, money, money. Whose face can we put on a cup? They have explosion. A, they have a Death Star that's even more Death Starier than the first Death oh, Star. Oh, fuck. What shape is it, though? Booby. Booby shape? Booby. Ooh, don't reach towards. <laughs> well, res nerds, I think we've only got one thing left to do, and that's play that lullaby we mentioned earlier. Oh, shit. Also, um, while I look that up... Hmm? So... I'll play Kashik a few more times. No, you will not. All right. We will talk about... Because yesterday was April Fool's. Oh. And I think a lot of people don't know, or maybe a lot of people do know, that in 19... I mean, in 2009. 2009. I was like, 1999? No, that's wrong. In 2009, Trent released an April Fool's Day joke that was to be an album called Strobe Light, mm-hmm. where he's wearing Kanye shades. What album... Is it, this is the slip, right? Like mm-hmm. basically the cover of the slip, but with Kanye shades, and it was so good, and it actually fooled me because I just needed it to happen so badly. But it was like produced by Timbaland, um, featuring. Oh my god, the track listing! Yeah, so track one intro skit, track two everybody's doing it featuring Chris Martin, Jay Z, and Bono. Bonobos. Track three black T-shirt. Track four. <laughs> Track four. Pussy Grinder featuring Cheryl Crow. Wow. Track five. Coffin on the dance floor. No. Track six. My favorite. This rhythm is infected. Oh my god. Track seven. Slide to the dark side. Oh jeez. Track eight. Even closer. Featuring <laughs> Justin Timberlake and Maynard uh, James Keenan. Oh dude, wait. I that's feel like almost... I got to that point where I was like, "This isn't real." That, that's almost a dig on Maynard. Yeah. Right. I think so. Track. Nine, on the list, parentheses, she's not. Ooh. Track ten, clap, track, clack. Nope. Crack, nope. I, clap, looked, I looked track, at it and I was crack, like, she's going to say this wrong. She's I'm looking forward to up. this. Clack, clap, ugh. Clap, trap, clap. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Clap. Clap, 
Clap trap, crack slap. Wow, that is hard. Crap, clap trap, crack slap. Clap trap. My favorite, also, my also favorite, track 11, Laid, Paid, and Played, featuring Fergie of the Black Eyed Peas and Al Jorgensen. Yeah, which from is funny. Because it's like a dig, because remember, he was, yeah. he was the shitty right. one. Yeah, okay. he was the shitty one. Um, track 12. Feel like being dead again. Oh wow! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> track thirteen, still hurts. Oh. Featuring Alicia Keys, <laughs> and then track fourteen, outro skit. It was so good. I really want to hear "Still Hurts" and even closer. Yeah, and like well, Pussy Grinder, no doubt. I know. There's actually apparently an artist, um, made what they think Pussy Grinder Pussy Grinder would have sounded like. I don't know if I want to hear it. It's not good. Uh, Musically, it's fine. Lyrically, it's garbage. Okay, here is the Rockabye Baby lullaby rendition of Closer. Good night, Resonards. Should we just have this play us out? Yeah, is this... Oh, here we go. It's very well made. It's not lulling, though. It's kind, oh, of, it's kind of lulling. Actually, let's not have this play us out because there is... Okay, so this girl did... Okay, that's pretty nice, this little glockenspiel right there. A cover? This girl. I am Kawaii. 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 She did with like a... a like a No. God, why would it's, I sh- It's a woman on YouTube. That? It's a woman on YouTube. With oh. a loop, with a loop station, station, and a keyboard and a mini MIDI board. I'll post a link to this. Oh, nice. She does a really good job. She's looping it. She's adorable, and she's got a lot of other really, really good covers. Um, the only one that it shows on here is, oh yeah, her fucking Nirvana one is what got me. She's really gonna so benefit good. from the Trent Talk bump. Yeah, I hope so. Yep, she's talented. Um, so yeah, that's been us. We are now part of the Benview Network. So go to the Benview, <laughs> the Benview Network. dot com slash Trent Talk Pod. I'm pretty sure it's just Ben View. No, it's the. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it is 
Come on. It's the Benview Network. Yeah. It's the Benview Network on Facebook, I think. Anyway. Now that everyone knows where to go. <laughs> I mean, if they went to thebenviewnetwork.com and it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> okay. Benviewnetwork.com. We're, we're near to the fucking network, all right? Go to benviewnetwork.com slash Trent Talk Pod. Trent Talk exclusive. No, wait. Benview exclusive. Anyway, right. and then go to Facebook. We're facebook.com slash Trent Talk Pod. Hashtag us your hashtag how much angst at, at fucking <laughs> at Trent Talk Pod. Oh, I'm tired. Um, email us your stories and your links to your closer lullabies. TrentTalkPod at gmail.com. Let's go to bed. Yes. Listen to the piggyback playlist that came out, um, like, six hours ago, because it's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, six hours ago now. It'll be, like, 12 then. Right. <laughs> good night. Nine Inch. Nailed, Nailed it. it. I am going to This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.